So we talk about all the time how we live in a post-Christian environment. But this doesn't, this doesn't mean that, you know, everybody within our community is atheist. Um, it simply means that the general masses in our community aren't interested in discovering the answers that are burning deep within them in the local church. So instead, people are looking to Google for their answers. Isn't it interesting that the number one searched uh, question on Google in 2022 was, how can I change? Can this world be any different? Is this my lot in life? Can my lot be different? Can my experience upon this planet be different? Is there more to life than this? Is there hope? Is there peace? Is there forgiveness? Is this all there is to life, or am I just stuck here? And that's what people are asking. That's what our community is asking. That's what our world is wondering. Is this it, or is there more? Right? It's not that people aren't asking questions. They just don't want to find their answers in the church. The world is asking deep and very, very meaningful questions, in fact. And one of the reasons that they're not interested in finding their answers in the church is because the church has failed to disciple its people well. Historically, the church has failed to disciple its people well. For centuries, the value of Christianity was vocalized as heaven. Let me tell you how you get to heaven. The, the, the value of Christianity vocalized by the church for centuries, maybe even millennia, friends, was not Christ. Christ was not the value. Heaven was the value. The church compelled people to its obedience because it held the keys to eternal paradise or, to the contrary, eternal damnation. That was the value of the church, and it created a legalistic rule followers who were just rebels hiding under masks. And you guys realize that's all that legalistic rule followers are, right? A legalistic rule follower is just a rebel, a sinful rebel in disguise. That's all they are. The church became a fortress where the good people were protected from the evil ways of the world and the great divide was formed between the church and the world. Good Christians were those who left the world in order to hide safely within the confines of the church. But all the time they claimed to follow and be like the God who came into the world to save sinners. And isn't that interesting? That Christianity um, for centuries were those people who left the evil ways of the world to hide within the confines of the church and yet we claim to follow a god who left heaven to come into the sinful world there was this great hypocrisy that was formed and christianity lost its appeal because it stopped looking like jesus that was the christianity i was introduced to that was the christianity i adopted even as a very early follower of jesus in my early years of following jesus i was a legalistic pharisee and then late in high school i came across this lovely little book titled mere christianity by c.s lewis and it began to change everything i began to understand that being a christian wasn't about my own self-righteousness but about jesus's love working through rebellious sinners those who surrendered their ways and will to the workings of Christ and his spirit in us. I want to read a portion of this book for you, one of the, the, the portions that really struck me early in my, my, my walk of following Jesus. It's kind of a long quote, and so I apologize for that, but it's going to be on the screen so you can read along with me. Here's what C.S. Lewis says in Mere Christianity regarding following Jesus. May I come back to what I said before? This is the whole of Christianity. There is nothing else. It is easy to get muddled about that. It is easy to think that the church has a lot of different objects, education, building, missions, holding services. 
The church exists for nothing else but to draw men and women into Christ, to make them little Christs. If they are not doing that, all the cathedrals, clergy, missions, sermons, even the Bible itself are simply a waste of time. God became man for no other purpose. It is even doubtful, you know, whether the whole universe was created for any other purpose. That is why he warned people to count the cost before becoming Christians. Make no mistake, he says, if you let me, I will make you perfect. The moment you put yourself in my hands, that is what you are in for, nothing less or other than that. You have free will, and if you choose, you can push me away. But if you do not push me away, understand that I am going to see this job through. Whatever suffering it may cost you in your earthly life, whatever inconceivable purification it may cost you after death, whatever it costs me, I will never rest nor let you rest until you are literally perfect. Until my father can say without reservation that he is well pleased with you, as he said he was well pleased with me. This I can do and will do, but I will, do, I will not do anything less. You must realize from the outset that the goal towards which he is beginning to guide you is absolute perfection. And no power in the whole universe except you yourself can prevent him from taking you to that goal. That is what you are in for. And it is very important to realize that if we do not, then we are very likely to start pulling back and resisting him after a certain point. I think that many of us, when Christ has enabled us to overcome one or two sins that were an obvious nuisance, are inclined to feel, though we do not put it into words, that we are now good enough. He has done all we wanted him to do, and we should be obliged if he would, not, if he would leave us alone. But this is a fatal mistake. Of course, we never wanted and never asked to be made into a sort of creatures he's going to make us into. But the question is not what we intended ourselves to be, but what he intended us to be when he made us. He is the inventor, we are the machine. He is the painter, we are only the picture. The command, be ye perfect, is not idealistic gas, nor is it a command to do the impossible. He is going to make us into creatures that can obey that command if we let him, for we can prevent him if we choose. He will make the feeblest and filthiest of us into a god or goddess, a dazzling, radiant, immortal creature, pulsating all through with such energy and joy and wisdom and love as we cannot now imagine, a bright, stainless mirror which reflects back to God perfectly his own boundless power and delight and goodness. The process will be long and in parts very painful, but that is what we are in for. Nothing less, he meant what he said. My hope for this community in 2023 is that we would pursue Christ with, with passion, with fervor, that we would pursue Christ, that our resolutions would include daily surrender and a passionate chasing after Jesus together. And so a few things that might help you in your pursuit of this in 2023, if you are willing and able, commit to being here on Sundays. Every Sunday that you are able, commit to being here on Sundays. We put a lot of effort into making this service happen, but again, the services are meaningless if they are not drawing us closer to Christ, if they are not informing us and helping us become more like Christ. And so be here on Sundays when you are able. Next Sunday, we're starting a series titled Jesus for Grownups. And so this is a great series to commit to being at all 13 weeks of, by the way, it's going to take us all the way to Easter and one week actually beyond Easter. Jesus for grown-ups, we're going to delve into the, the four Gospels. We're going to understand who Jesus is from a, a grown-up perspective, not a children's Bible perspective, as so many of us have this understanding of Jesus from our children's Bible. We want to understand who Jesus is 
from from a grown-up perspective, what, why does he matter? What did he accomplish? What was his teachings all about? Why did he live? Why did he die? All these questions that a lot of us don't have sufficient answers for. We're going to delve into all of those. So Jesus for Grown-ups, a great series to commit to being at all 13 weeks for. I would also encourage you to commit to being in a short-term group. Be in community. Along with this this uh, series, um, in the month of February, we're going to have house groups available to everybody almost every night of the week for you to get plugged into, to digest some of those messages together, to be in community with other people. Not only that, we have men's and women's studies. We have other opportunities for you to connect and to grow in 2023. All of those are actually going to be in, a, in our equal email on Wednesday. This coming Wednesday, all of the registrations will be available for you to get plugged into community starting on Wednesday. I would, commit, I would encourage you to commit to starting or continuing our discipleship pathway. If you have not start, then begin the discipleship pathway. If you've already you know, taken starting point or a story about a story one, then I would, continue to, I would encourage you to continue on that pathway. The pathway looks like this, by the way. Uh, starting point is the very first course that we encourage you to take. These are all eight-week courses. Um, and the only three that will be available to you right now are story about a story part two. And so if you have not begun... Or if you have begun, I would encourage you to continue on your journey um, in becoming and understanding what it means to be like Christ. Uh, Those will be available to register for beginning on Wednesday as well. I would also encourage you to commit to God's word in 2023. Uh, There's a lot of people within our community who are going to be walking through the Gospels uh, 12 times throughout this year, every month, reading through the Gospels with um, a teacher called Annie F. Downs. Her name is Annie F. Downs. Her podcast is called Let's Read the Gospel. So let's read the Gospels with NEF Downs. And so if you want to delve into the story of Jesus, um, you'll read the Gospels once through every single month. So by the end of the the 12th month, which is December, (laughs) you will will have read each of the Gospels 12 times. So uh, just an incredible year of following Jesus and being with Jesus. So you could also do the Bible recap. That's the entire Bible. There's a million different plans out there, but I would really, really encourage you to commit to being in God's word. I would encourage you to commit to serving, whether it be here or at the local, a local food bank or at the um, Trenton area soup kitchen. We, we had a group of there last week. It was awesome, really cool experience. I would encourage you to serving. If you are not currently serving at Restoration Church and you want to begin serving, whether in our kids' ministry or at an event or help us clean this building or do maintenance on the building or any number of other things, I would encourage you to scan that QR code, take a picture of it on your phone. It will pop you up to a website. You can fill out the form there, and we will get in touch with you about how you can begin serving here at Restoration Church in 2023. I would also encourage you to commit to um, Christ being at the center of your marriage. That is a choice you make, by the way. Uh, in order to help you do that, for those of you who are married, we have a course coming up in the month of February called the Marriage Course. Um, it's four weeks long. It's on Sunday evenings. If you need some help with your marriage, if you would just like to learn or strengthen your marriage, join us for that. Registration will be available on Wednesday for that. And then the last thing I would encourage you to do, there, I'm certain, sure there are certainly others, commit to making Christ the center of your finances. Help your finances go through the filter of God's generosity for you. Get your finances in order. Find financial well-being. We have a seminar on February 4th um, coming up. Registration will be available for that as well. If you need help with your finances, I know that you know December is just an insane month financially. So if you need to get your finances in order, if you want to put them under the umbrella of God's will for your finances and to find peace and well-being for your finances, join us 
on February 4th for that day-long seminar on finances. Today, we are going to celebrate baptisms. Super excited about this, to hear the stories of how God is changing us. Initially, we had eight people scheduled to be baptized today, but because of illnesses and other factors outside of our control, I'm honestly not entirely sure how many baptisms we do have today. And so here's what I'd like to do. If you plan on being baptized today, whether it be one or two or three or four, maybe of you, I don't know idea. Or maybe you came and you're like, you know what, I, I want to commit to Christ. I'm ready to get dunked now. I didn't bring a change of clothes or a towel, but you know what, it's, it's warm outside, who cares, right? Uh, you can come and be baptized too. I've, I, this is the warmest the tub has ever been in the history of the baptism, guys. So um, if you want to be baptized, here's what I encourage you to do. Come forward and then sit in this front row. And then I'm going to call you forward. You're going to share your story. And then we're going we're gonna to baptize you. So if you are planning to be baptized today, please come forward. Sit in this front row. And then we're going to begin our time of baptisms today. And all this really means, by the way, is that we're going to have another baptism in the next like eight weeks or so. Because a lot of people, again, are ill. Um, and so we're going to be doing this again for their benefit. So, I know Cole's coming up. Yes. Jeannie, thank you. Excellent. Awesome. Very, very, very cool. Thanks, Michelle. So it has been a privilege to get to know these three individuals um, over the last uh, several weeks. We've had a classes, we've sat down, we've talked about what baptism is, and they are so excited, I believe, to share their stories with you today. I'm going to invite Jeannie Hom to start us off. Yeah, come on forward. So if you would mind sharing how you came to Christ, what this means for you today, and then I would be my honor to baptize you today. Okay, thank you. Whoa. I have to say I'm a little nervous, but anyway, my name is Jeannie Hom, and I grew up in Tacoma, Washington, and this is my story. I was the oldest of three siblings. My parents did the best they could to teach us right and wrong. It would be my mother who would take us to church, so I did learn at a young age who God was. During my teen years, however, And into my 20s, I was married and divorced, and during that time, I had three children. There would be times when I would draw close to God. I knew he was watching over me. Then I would go my own way. I was young and still wanted to party. But somehow, I was able to take my children to church, but just not consistently. Once again, I went my own way. In the late 80s, I met my current husband in Spokane, Washington, and he was originally from the East Coast, so that is what brought me back here. He had four kids of his own, and with my three, that was seven. We moved to the East Coast in December of 1988. It was in the early 90s that we moved to the Levittown area. Still again, I knew I wanted to come close to God. And as I'm going to the Walmart, I would drive back and forth and see this church here. (laughs) Um, So one day last March, God directed me here, and it's been a blessing ever since. Since joining or since coming, I have committed to the Starting Points class and to the story about a story, and also by volunteering, volunteering for the special programs that went on, like 
feeding the homeless. I've learned to meet other believers. I believe that Christ lived and died for me to take away my sins. He rose from the dead so that I may have everlasting life. So I feel in with Christ I am a new creature. And that I have to continually work on every day. (laughs) Thank you. It's cooled off a little bit since I warmed it up, but it's uh, it's still pre- it's still pretty good. <laughs> I'm not a liar. No, he's not a liar. <laughs> yeah, it's a dumb one. Oh man. <laughs> Should have waited for the summer one, right? When they're doing the, no, like, this is a good. Yes, time. it is. <laughs> I'm gonna hold your hand. Okay. Jeannie, because of your faith in Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Someday we're going to come up with a better process for all this, but the day is not today. <laughs> Starting then. <laughs> I'm going to invite Chris Ford. Chris, so excited that you're here today. I thought that you just got fully dressed, ready to go. Love it. I love it. Here you go. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Okay, I'm Chris, and I'm from Jersey. And I was baptized Roman Catholic, so this is really different for me. Um, I took all my sacraments. Uh, I went to church. Every Sunday, I went to Catholic school, and I, you know, kind of lost my faith in my way when I lost my daughter a couple years ago as an infant, because I prayed really hard that she would survive, and she didn't, so I kind of lost my faith in my way, but the past couple months, I learned very quickly, uh, there has to be a God, because I'm still here, so, in many ways, uh, and I found him again for a little church, for a house that I'm staying at across the street. It just made me think about it again and start reading the Bible and all that kind of stuff. So that's about it. And I'm here to uh, start over again. And I have to try hard every day to continue down a good path. And But like you said, everybody is, you know, no one's perfect. So I try my best and that's all I can do. That's about it. Okay. 
we go. Do you want me to get a towel ready for you? No. It's fine? I'm okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Cool. Okay. That's what you want me. Here, we'll face this direction. Face this way? Yeah. Let me help you in. Okay. Oh, my darn. <laughs> okay. Ready. Chris, because of your faith in Christ and the newness that he is creating in you, mm-hmm. I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Holy Spirit. There's a story in the book of Acts um, about uh, an Ethiopian uh, man. He was a, a servant of the queen of Ethiopia. And, and they're just driving by, and he's reading out of the, the, the prophet Isaiah. And he's wondering what it means. And so there's a disciple of Jesus there to interpret it. And he points him in the direction of Jesus. And he just says, hey, there's a pond over there. Let's go get baptized. And so fully dressed, right, he comes and he is baptized and then he goes on his way and he gets to share the gospel with the people of Ethiopia as they go back. So I just, I love when I see people fully dressed, fully clothed, everything that came in, dunking into the tank. What a cool declaration of their faith in Christ. So I'm going to invite Cole forward and Cole is going to share his story. And then the invitation is still available for all you fully clothed people out there to come and, come and get, come and get dunked this morning. So Cole, I'll share his story, man. Okay. Do you yeah, face your mouth. I know you're going to record me. (laughs) I instantly saw that flash, and I'm like, why? (laughs) When I I have emotional pain, I talk to Jesus, and he makes me feel better. I also feel God watching over me, which makes me feel safe. Can I take your glasses off? Yes, 
please. Okay. <laughs> I completely did not think of that. <laughs> You're okay? Here, let go, let go. Here, put your legs up. Sit down, sit down, sit down. There you go, sit down. God's doing a good work in you, all right, man? Take a deep breath. You got this. You okay? That was just a deep breath. Okay. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is cold. All right. Just let him do it and then get out of there. You good? I need both your hands to hold on to, okay? Can I do that? Here, hold my hands. Hold my hands. Hold it, okay? Cool. I'm going to got you this. Okay? You have faith in Christ? This is symbolic of the cleansing that God is doing in you. Yes. Yeah. I do. I think it's going to be so quick with that fire. Okay? It's very quick. Well, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm so proud of uh, Jeannie, Chris, and Cole. Very, very cool, buddy. Congratulations, man. The the offer stands one last time. Otherwise, I'm going to say goodbye for the first Sunday of 2023. Thank you so much for being here to celebrate these three. Thank you so much. Vinny? Are you ready? Let me just ask you just a couple of questions, okay? Are, are you um, ready to follow Jesus with your whole life? Yeah? Knowing that you're a sinful rebel like all the rest of us, but that he has come to save you and to cleanse you of your sins by his sacrificial blood? All right, man. That's all you need to know, to be baptized. And then we're going to help you on that journey. That's what's really cool about baptism is that you do it in front of a community of people. And we're all going to come around you now to help you follow Jesus together. Pretty cool, right? All right, buddy. I love this. Vinny was on my short list at, at one point, so I'm glad that I'm glad that you're making this this commitment today. You want to take your shoes off at least? Uh, socks? Maybe the socks too. We're gonna get some restoration towels for the next uh, next go around. Yeah, for sure. I love this, Vinny. C- come on in, man. So excited for you today, buddy. Slide, slide in a little bit. There you go. All right, Vinny.
because of the new life God is creating in you and your faith in him to do so, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What a bold shot, man. I love that. I love that. Thank you, Vinny. We talked about bringing towels and we forgot. Man, I knew it. I knew it. All right, friends. Any last calls? Well, Restoration Church, I am so thrilled to lead us in 2023 into all that God has for us individually and corporately as a church. God bless you today as we begin our year together pursuing him, surrendering more of ourselves daily. So take those commitments to heart and begin chasing after Jesus. God bless you all. Thanks for being here.